Welcome to The Whiny Entrepreneurs, a podcast for business owners who sometimes feel alone in the daily adventures of entrepreneurship. We're your hosts, Shelby Bargies and Danielle Moore. Well, today we are going to continue our series on building a personal brand. So last mm-hmm. time we talked about the three V's, so values, voice, and vision not in that order (laughs) (laughs) three v's in whatever order you choose just choose the order yeah (laughs) no go download our our document and you can see the proper order to do them exactly there's a whole process to it and i think that the i think the order we did it in was kind of important to how it turned out so it's not a bad idea to to follow the process and yeah everything kind of built off each other exactly yeah. Yeah. In the show notes this week, we will also have the full PDF. So you can skip ahead to the next section if you want to, but I would recommend waiting because we'll be talking mm-hmm. about content and marketing next week. In two weeks. Two weeks from now. <laughs> yeah. And today we are going to be talking about finding, determining, focusing on your target audience mm-hmm. and in particular your I mean you can call it different things your ideal customer avatar is what fine point writing calls it mm-hmm. I've heard it called your zebra just your ideal client target client so there's a lot of different terminology mm-hmm. all essentially meaning the same thing yeah. who is the person like you you almost create the perfect client that you have yeah and it how it, it was a re- really cool exercise that we went through yeah and we'll talk about that a little bit but it really by doing this it really helps give a lot of focus to your communication and which we're gonna get into a little bit more next week i believe or t- <laughs> in two weeks in two my weeks. goodness yeah. we're both the <laughs> thinking a little bit off today and Yeah, it just gives a lot of focus. And I found it's kind of surprised me about it. So I guess maybe we'll get into those questions is I'm going to ask you first, Danielle, is how is the process of determining your ideal client avatar? Uh, That's a great question for me. It was it's always interesting being on the other side of it because I've helped lots of people do this for their own brands. And a lot of the things that you and our other partner in this kept saying were things that I would say to clients. I kept getting really sort of in my own head and it's, it's so tough to narrow it down to a single person because even if you know that you need to focus on someone specifically to get your message across, you'd never want to cut people off, right? We have this fear of like, it's not going to, my message won't go far enough if I don't cater to everyone, but it's impossible to cater to everyone in a way that really creates fans of your brand. Right. So we talked about, uh, creating super fans for your brand, which, um, there's a book, I can't think of the author right now, but it's a book that's been on my list for a while. And, uh, you know, in order to create those super fans, you really have to hyper-focus So for me, the difficulty was partially being able to hyper-focus. And then the secondary issue was it was really tough at this point not to confuse my ideal customer avatar for my personal brand with 
the fine point ideal customer avatar. Especially because, you know, there's so many different projects and things that are sort of encapsulated by my personal brand. And so it was it was tough to especially when I found what I found most difficult possibly was gender. It was it was really tough when we got down to these specific questions of like gender and um, how much money does this person make and yeah that was a really tough one yeah because and you have to really you have to really get outside your your brain with it and be like in a no judgment space <laughs> so that you can think it through and and say you know this is why this person will be interested in my message versus maybe this person isn't there yet or, or is already past that stage. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you can't help other clients, Mm -hmm. which I think is something that we had to keep reminding ourselves of is just because you create this ideal client, it doesn't mean you're not going to help other people. It just means you're going to be so focus because by being focused you're really targeting your messaging you're targeting what it is you're trying to say and speaking to that person and other people will write themselves into that story oh my god they'll figure out a way that was beautiful that was beautiful i that was the most beautiful (laughs) sentence you've ever uttered on this podcast (laughs) other people will write your themselves into your story yeah I don't know if that's actually my words. Who I, knows? I'm I might have look, gotten it from somewhere. I'm going to look up where you picked that up from if you did. And if not, we're like trademarking that statement. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I have a really good example of this. I watch a YouTube channel. He has a podcast as well. He, he interviews in individuals and I find it really interesting his ideal client, I can tell you because I know what he caters to and the language he uses, is he's an, a former ultra athlete, like running ultra marathons, ultra Ironmans, all of that. Mm-hmm. And he's vegan. He's plant-based, mm-hmm. whole food plant-based. Yeah. And that's a lot of what his guests are about, what he talks about. However, and I'm I'm neither of those things. Oh, but you are though. Okay, you're not to the extreme of calling yourself a vegan or an ultra marathon runner, but you're a runner and you're you're very focused on health. I am focused on health. Yes. Yes, that's true. I'm still not his ideal. No. His ideal. No. But I've still attached myself as a client of his or as a customer mm-hmm. of his podcast and what he talks about because I've written myself into maybe it's the aspiration that I, maybe deep down I have these aspirations of becoming Mm -hmm. a vegan and (laughs) running a ultra marathon. I don't know. I don't think necessarily. I don't. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think necessarily you have to have that same ambition, but you are, you share interests. And that was one of the things we mentioned last, last episode was, interests and why that was kind of an important starting point as well right like what are your interests and where do they intersect with someone else's interests right and in your case with this podcast maybe it's not um ultra marathons but it's health right health and 
wellness. And he's really good at interviewing people. And I really like the questions he asks and the journey he goes on. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot more to it. I find that the guests he has on are fascinating. They're so interesting and they have very interesting stories. And so it's almost this this fascination of this different world and meeting different people that I didn't Mm -hmm. know about. And it really challenges me to think differently. And that's part of why I really enjoy it, I think. Mm -hmm. There you go. Love it. Yeah. So it's, yeah, all that to say that someone's going to write themselves if they want to. Yeah, absolutely. Right. If it's content that's or service or whatever it is that's intriguing enough and Mm. maybe they're not that person but maybe they have aspirations to be that person yeah or they need that motivation or that inspiration whatever that looks like and you're going to give that to them by being very focused or maybe they're not the ideal client but they know that person and they're going to share the content because they're like wow that's shelby Shelby would want to read this and and share it, right? So Mm -hmm. you never know exactly what the path is going to be, I guess, to to gaining new clients and and new leads. Yeah, yeah. So it was an interesting process. For me, Mm -hmm. the process, I agree, it was was difficult as well. And it, it, I mean, we went down to the point of what is, their eye color what yeah. kind of house do they live in yeah. what city do they live in where were they born it was it was really hard yeah and even after i went through i i was surprised at who this individual was i i was mm-hmm. really surprised yeah. which is interesting you would think going into it, it you wouldn't be that surprised but i kind of was yeah and and I, I was almost like, should I go through this again? I don't know. Like, is this the right person? But then as we continued down the journey and reflecting back, I'm like, okay, no, I, I see it. I see where, who, who she is in the brand and why she would want to come and hear me speak or mm-hmm. buy my book one day or whatever that looks like. Yeah. I could see that, that happening. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, once you sort of take a step back and start looking at the, the individual pieces, it it becomes much clearer. But we, yeah, getting down to that point is is tough. And so, yeah, so we followed a process that kind of took it from like very general down to the specifics, and until we narrowed it down to like a person who we named. And I won't yeah. take I won't take full credit for this process because it was a collaboration. And sort of a combination of myself and uh, Katie Dooley from Paper Lime Creative. She had sort of the really detailed part of this whole exercise. And so um, borrowing from her a little bit, um, both in Fine Point and for the Whiny Entrepreneurs, we, we used this process and it was, yeah, it was amazing. And, you know, some people will have to go through it twice because you don't always have the exact same audience or you might have for example if you're if you own a franchise well you have two audiences to market to right you you want people to buy your franchise but you also need to set up marketing for the end end user end client right so that's something to keep in mind too and i think in some applications like it might make sense to have more than one if you have really different categories of projects that you're working on well, and if you have part of your business might be 
business to consumer or business to business. Mm -hmm. Or if, like we talked about last time, if you're an individual who's a professional working in a corporation, that's also going to be a very different ideal client avatar, I think it's still worth going through the process. Yeah. Because part of that is thinking about, you might be thinking about it as who's my ideal boss or what's the ideal company that I want to work for. So Mm -hmm. maybe it's not a specific person, but if you're looking at it from a company perspective, but there's different ways of looking at it. So if you're a small business, yeah, you might have a couple different avatars and you're going to focus your services and your marketing on those different mm-hmm. groups. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think it can, especially with your personal branding, it could extend even into like the personal relationships. Like who are you going to pursue personal relationships with? What kind yeah. of person are you um, interested in meeting and where are you going to find that person? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any surprises when you went through yours? I did have some surprises and you know what I am actually you you mentioned that you thought about redoing yours and I am actually going to redo mine I haven't had a chance to do it yet but yeah um as I mentioned like it was tough to sort of disengage from the fine point writing and editing ideal client and that person is I have been thinking about it a lot over the past few days it's kind of sitting in the back of my head and I realized that person is very different than the person who I want to target in most of my other projects. That person that I'm speaking to is just not the same. So yeah, so I will be redoing mine. Um, I did, I did have some surprises and I don't think it all has to be scratched or anything like that, but there's just some elements. Yeah. So there are a couple points that I want to clarify and just think through again. Yeah. How about you? You said you mentioned you were pretty surprised by a couple of your results. Parts of it were surprised. I was also almost surprised at who I had in my mind. So I actually had someone in my mind as I was going through this and thinking about who would be that person. Like mm-hmm. we even talked about what are the brands they love? What do they value? Yeah. What are their motivations? Like getting all yeah. so far into all of that. Yeah. It it was very surprising to actually think about what what is that? Yeah. And it helped it actually helped that I did have someone as I started going through this, I had someone in mind yeah. to help me kind of navigate it Mm -hmm. part of it for me was also the um almost aspirational little bits of it were what i would have loved to have done Mm -hmm. (laughs) or do so there's little bits of bits of that that even for me would be aspirational yeah we always say when we are doing this with a process with a client katie and i always say if you can sort of keep hold someone in your mind, if you sort of already have had that ideal client, hold that person in your mind. And it might not be the same person exactly, but some of those uh, character traits might shine through during the process and help guide it a little bit, which is not a bad thing. And it could also help guide not just in this is the right person, your ideal person, but maybe it can help guide you in what this person is not. Absolutely. Actually, that might even be more important. (laughs) Yeah. 
yeah, narrowing down what, um, what that person is not going to be interested in because especially with things like social media, I find we can, you know, you can go down the rabbit hole and just, um, you know, in a, an effort to put out more content, you're sort of putting out things that don't resonate. So this helps you be more strategic about what you're doing. Yeah, strategic. And I think just it's going to give you better content. Yeah, for right? sure. It's going to give you better, more focused, mm-hmm. more interesting content because you're not trying to please everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And the people who you're not pleasing, they don't have to follow you. They don't have to listen to you. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to focus on that. Um, I believe it was Timothy Ferris wrote the four hour work week. And I, I actually listened to it on audiobook and the version that I had was like the updated version. And he kind of went back and talked about in the introduction, he talked about the process for writing the book. And the most interesting thing that I found was that he wrote it for a single person. So for me, that's huge because, you know, when you're writing a book, you're thinking, oh, I just, I want everyone to pick this up. I want this to like be on the the bookstore shelf and be, you know, in the, in the sort of feature section. And I want everyone to fall in love with this. And I mean, his book did that for sure. It's if you've ever tried to get your hands on a copy from the library or something, it's weeks or months to wait. So, and he's had to expand and update and revise and however many times, right? So, but I thought that that was interesting that he wrote it for a single person. So he just had a friend who needed to figure something out and he wrote it for that person. So that's definitely when I think about writing a book for my personal brand, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be looking at this person and hopefully being able to either visualize that person or maybe sort of put that onto a person who I already know and then just write to that person. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. I really like that just writing and I mean you could think of it as a book. You could think of it as your marketing yeah. for your lead generators. Who is the person that you're creating this for? Yeah. Not thinking about all the people, yeah. just the one person. As soon as you start thinking about all the people, it just gets too complex. You end up over explaining, over analyzing, adding too many details and, you know, generalizing too much. So mm-hmm keeping it specific and keeping it on track is going to, well, it's going to deliver clarity, which is one thing I think people look for a lot these days is just clarity and simplicity. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want all the, but if you're this, then do this. If you're this, then do this. Exactly. This is actually, as we're talking, this is actually really getting me to think about some of my stuff with also style as well, Mm -hmm. that I might need to rethink what I'm doing. Yeah. There there. you go. Yeah. Make a note. Look at all the things. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we have these conversations. So another thing that we did, um, well, I did, I think you said you did too, in terms of trying to round out who this ideal person is, is create a Pinterest board for them. Mm-hmm. And I, I did this, I, I made one, I kept it private just cause 
you know, no one, no one needs to know the weird, <laughs> the weird, uh, the weird things that Hillary likes. That I, or... Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll see this person's name and they'll be like, well, who, who is, is that? that? <laughs> and it was interesting because as I went through, I started, and I need to go back and revisit it actually. Um, mm-hmm. I started pinning things that I could visualize were this person's, I like aspirational life, what, what she or he wants and what they strive to do Mm -hmm. or dream of. And it was a really interesting exercise and to Mm -hmm. see it come out uh, differently than all set style as well. Yeah. I'm going to just, I'm just going to insert a shameless plug here. Um, Most of what we did that I contributed was from the brand mastermind workshop that Katie Dooley and I put on. So fine point writing and editing and paper lime creative. We, because we've set up brands for a long time. So we will get someone started with the brand and develop their logo and their brand story and, and all these pieces. But then we needed a, a way to like transfer that so that we can make it, um, effective for brands that already exist so kind of taking their brand a step further because a lot of people will just go out get a logo designed and that's kind of branding right and so we wanted to to help people dive in a little deeper and actually understand what their brand is all about and how to use it and so yeah a lot of these processes come in we talked about um, in the workshop we talk about we go through the ideal client avatar process katie goes through imaging which is very similar to to the pinning and and looking on Instagram for photos that um, I like what you mentioned, the aspirational life of the person that you've come up with. And then, mm-hmm. and then we go through messaging. So um, which I think we'll dive into a little bit more next episode, but your brand story, um, framing the problems that your, your customer has and um, talking about campaign taglines and that kind of thing. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shameless it was a plug. really good, yeah, do the plugs, do it all. Do them. Um, it was a really good process to go through. I was yeah. a guinea pig for them as yeah. they were preparing it. And it was a really interesting process. And number one, having two professionals take you through this, I think, is gold. And then if you say you have a business and you have employees in the business or a business partner, Doing this together, like doing this workshop together so that you're on the same page. Mm -hmm. Because there's nothing worse than, you know, having two or more people in an organization and everyone's communicating differently. You want your emails to have a consistent flow and image. You want how people talk. You don't want everyone robots. Like you don't want everyone the same. But you want some of the terminology to reflect the brand. Exactly. Exactly. it's yeah. a very good workshop to go through. Well, thank you, Shelby. I'm so glad that we got to to test on our, our excellent guinea pig. So good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really good. It's it's the foundational pieces that you need to sort of execute, right? So, um, yeah, like even people knowing their brand story, I think that that makes all of the difference when it comes to messaging and understanding your client or customer and then having them understand you and man we dig deep in this workshop and it's like you it's it's exactly like what we did with the personal branding process 
you dig deep and you come out with surprising results. So yeah, yeah. very interesting. Very interesting. I really love the, um, these foundational pieces actually. And I'm, I'm hoping to get more into the, the branding world when it comes to, to messaging. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's so good because all of this stuff, like having done the work that we did on the values, vision and voice. Yeah. I got it right. Yeah. That time. There you go. That's <laughs> the right order. <laughs> the right order. <laughs> Um, doing all of that helped so incredibly much on doing this piece for sure. And it helped me so like focus on who is this person? Who's the one person that I'm going to talk to and focus on and the language I want to use and what I want to say. And something that just popped into my mind as you were talking there Mm -hmm. is also not it's easy to get caught up on what do other people want yes and what do, how do i almost make your your product or service more generic so more people want it yeah but the thing that makes you unique is that that special thing that you mm-hmm. that you can do or yeah. say or think about and that's why it's so important to also be very unique about it and not yeah. be afraid of the person that you want to focus Mm -hmm. on and going back to doing this as a group a lot of times that comes from feedback right you're again you're always in your own blind spot and you know some of the pieces that I came up with for fine point came from other people not from me they came from my clients like I had it's really funny actually because as we were going through the personal branding process And someone said, um, the other person in the group said um, that my sort of theme of all of my different projects and what I had going on and what I was trying to get across was voice. And it's interesting because that's, um, I've had similar things said from fine point clients. Well, she understands our voice. She can write in our voice. She, you know, can help us develop a voice. And so... That was really interesting to hear that sort of reinforced again by someone else. And it's not something that immediately comes to mind when I think about it. But then once I hear it, it's like, yes, this is the missing piece. This is what's going to connect everything and make make it that much easier to make decisions and move forward and get excited about projects and feel very organized. (laughs) Yeah, having other people to to be able to bring that stuff up and see it in a different Mm -hmm. way because I wasn't even seeing it in that way but as soon as she said it it was like yes that's the one that makes so much sense Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah it's it was interesting to yeah to do that yeah it was it was very interesting to do with I think that it's also important to have make sure that whoever you're doing this with will won't impose their views on mm-hmm. you, but they'll help draw your yeah. views out. Because I remember when we were going through your ideal client avatar, I remember saying a couple times, "Yeah, but is that fine point writing person or is this yes Danielle Moore?" Person? And I think you just nailed it. It's about asking questions, leading questions, not about well, no, it's this, right? And and we all, I think, 
did that pretty well. I don't know. I, it's hard to analyze yourself, but yeah. <laughs> we, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure we all um, managed to do that in a way that was like, it's thought provoking. It's not giving someone an answer, but it's helping them understand where the answer came from. Oh, yeah. and here's a good example of that. Sorry, one second. So, for example, when I was going through one of the first questions was, where does this person get their information from? And so, you know, it was newspaper, television, radio ads, that kind of thing. And so the the answer that I came up with was search engines. And, and then the other person that we did this with said, well, why? I'm like, I don't know. Like, what do you mean? Why? Well, why does that person go to search engines. And I was like, I don't know, because they feel like it, because it's easy. <laughs> and she was like, no, it's it's because this person is independent and likes to do their own research and dive into the facts and, um, you know, go and do all the work ahead of time before making a decision. They're very capable and responsible and... I just thought that was amazing because I was like, I never would have read that much into it, but it totally makes sense. Why? Yeah. Why is that? And it really helps to dig deeper into it and mm -hmm. into the purpose because it can give yeah. different meaning. Totally. It, it, it makes it go, well, it just makes it that much deeper for you as well, right? As understanding this this person because yeah i mean and the other thing to remember is like this is someone on a piece of paper and so it's you have to sort of take the things you've written down and then really visualize this person because they're gonna have all these weird little quirks and history and all this stuff that you just it gets too deep to go into right like i mean not really good if you really wanted to but for, for this sort of initial exercise, it's just too much. So it's important to remember that it's not, it's not a list of character traits. It's a person that you're trying to, to come up with. So you have to really sort of be able to imagine that person in flesh and blood. Absolutely. And thinking about the why does this person get their information by through search engines mm -hmm. and going deeper into it, it helps. I was able to visualize this person so much more when you yeah. then said the description. Yeah. And I think that there's an amount of depth that you need to yeah. go into it to be able to visualize because mm -hmm. search engines, <laughs> it feels very flat yeah. to me. It feels like an... And I'm generalizing here, yeah. so take it with that. It feels like an IT person who is, you know, programming something and uses search engines. Like that's yeah. kind of a very generic, and I'm saying this very generically. I know a lot of amazing IT people, so it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please don't take that. But it, it was kind of like this, uh, almost like a black and white picture. And then as soon as you started describing that, mm -hmm. it gave color and depth. Yeah. And it went from being like two-dimensional to three-dimensional in my mm -hmm. mind. And like almost situational, right? So you can imagine, okay, this person needs to suddenly make a big purchase. Let's say they're, they decided they need a 
hot tub. I don't know. <laughs> they, I, I, I've been thinking about a hot tub. Can you tell? <laughs> um, you know, they're not just going to, it's a big purchase. They're not just going to go out and buy the first thing that strikes them. Although there are people in the world who would do that, right? Impulse buy, or they just don't want to sort of go through the, the motions of thinking about it. But then there's this person who is going to be sitting at their computer in the morning with their coffee, researching, not just looking at products, but researching brands and going on forums and getting reviews and, you know, asking all these in-depth questions. So you can kind of visualize that person doing that. Mm -hmm. And again, another way you could take this a step further is um, there are character exercises out there. So this is obviously for for writing a book, but it it applies here where um, it's like an interview with your character. And so it's, it's getting down to the nitty gritty, like, you know, if someone walked up to you and said that they didn't like your shirt, like, what would the reaction be? Right? Would it be lighthearted? And like, would you brush it off? Would you ignore that person? Would you feel weirded out? Would you um, slap them? Like, what's the reaction? And so it gets really, really situational. And then you can really dive into sort of what that person would, uh, would do and how they would act. And the thoughts, the thought process and all that. Wow. That's yeah. really, that's really interesting. It makes mm-hmm. so much sense because a book wouldn't be as yeah. good if it didn't have that character development, but yeah, I've never thought about the process for that. Yeah. Trying to make someone who is, you know, just up on a, words on a piece of paper into a real person it, it's tough so that's just a tool that uh that some writers use and you could definitely make use of that for your marketing for sure and then speaking of marketing that's what our topic is going to be next time we're going to wrap up the uh, personal brand series and project with talking about how we're actually going to connect with the people who we came up with in our ideal customer avatar. So it'll be a little more in depth. We diving into brand stories and messaging and all that stuff. And as a part of that, we're going to be talking also about content creation. So what the actual process is behind creating content and then which kinds of content we, we want to create. So basically just an overall marketing plan um looking at what the next steps are yeah i'm excited it was uh it was a great next step uh building on Mm -hmm. everything that we've actually done so far so Mm -hmm. yeah i'm excited to bring that to you in a couple weeks two weeks from now in the meantime you can download that template that we have up in the show notes for you to follow along and do some of these exercises and if you can. And the show notes can be found on whinyentrepreneurs.com. Yes. Or on whatever your podcast app is. All right. Well, our wine is done. So I think the conversation is done. Yes. For the night, we will wrap it up and and talk next week. Couple weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we need to start going to every week. I know. I think we're trying to like talk ourselves into it here. Apparently. Mm, All right. Well, go figure out your customer avatar, your ideal client. Yes. Yeah. Get to it. Love it. All right. Peace. Peace. Cheers.
Thanks everyone for stopping by. We will be back in two weeks with a brand new episode of The Whiny Entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm.